I just watched a video of a trucker on trial for a traffic violation. And it reminded me so much of how many times we've told these guys, never plead guilty to a ticket. Right? Right. I mean, they should never plead guilty to it because, you know, they could be innocent. Well, whether they're innocent or guilty, you're, you're presumed innocent in this country till proven guilty. So even if you get pulled over and, yeah, they have you on, let's say, radar, you are still presumed innocent. Their radar could be, might not have been calibrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be off that day. But it, it just reminded me so many times of drivers that I've talked to over the years and they say, yeah, I got, I got a, a really bad ticket on my record, mm-hmm. a following too close or a uh, improper lane change or a 20 over, whatever, the, whatever they have on their, on their license. And my question always is, why didn't you fight it? Why did, why did you go and just pay the ticket? And you know what 90% of them say to me? Hmm. Well, you know, I didn't have time. I'd I'd ha- I didn't have time. I'd have to take off work. I'd have to take off work. I've heard that one. I would have had to hire a lawyer, which you can hire cheap lawyers. But here's the problem, and, and we're going to get into this. Paying the ticket and thinking, okay, I'll just, I'll just get it over with. I'll, I'll just, I just want to get it behind me and, and I'll pay the ticket and that's good, right? Well, when you go to get a really good job, 99% of them won't hire you now because of a following too close, an illegal lane change, improper lane change, um, you know, a, a, a bad speeding ticket, whatever the case is, they will not take you on because of this ticket in the last, most of them are th- two to three years, right? Right. So in the long run, what would have been better? Getting a look. I think a lot of them also think, well, I probably can't win this. And I want to tell you something. Truthfully, most, a lot, in many cases, a judge will at least reduce the ticket. Mm-hmm. If you, even if you know you're guilty and you show up and you throw yourself on the mercy of the court, a lot of times they will reduce the ticket because. You have a class A. If you get a, a it's your livelihood, a, right? If you get a sympathetic judge, it's the truth. No, I, I've seen and I've heard of cases where the driver, you know, there was an issue. He he went and he said, "Listen, this is my I'm the sole provider for my family. This is the only way I earn our money, and I can't I won't get a good job that pays decent enough if I have this ticket. Can we reduce it? I'm not asking you to get rid of it completely, but just reduce down the speeding so it's not." so high that I could be hired somewhere still. Exactly. And by just paying the hundred and some dollar ticket thinking, okay, it's over. You don't realize it until you go through three years of nightmare trying to get a really, really good job. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, it really happens to so many drivers that get turned down because there's certain tickets. A lot of companies will not live with. Right. And so when you get one of the, I, I used to work with a company in Pennsylvania um, in, in their safety department in, the, in that area. And they used to bring in a state police officer every year. 
And he would talk to people and he would always tell them never plead guilty. The state cop, mm-hmm. the state cop literally would tell these truck drivers in front of a big crowd of truck drivers, he would say, never plead guilty, never pay the ticket, go and fight it. It might sound like an inconvenience, but what happens is if you don't fight it, that little fight that you would have had to fight is going to turn into a giant nightmare. Yeah, it will because you're not, you're going to be fighting to find a job. So anyway, so I watched this bench, bench trial, okay, of this trucker that literally said, I'm not going to plead guilty. I'm going to go and I'm going to fight this ticket. And so the trucker goes to trial, he gets a lawyer, and the cop, his name is Michael Weathers, okay? He's a a trooper or an officer or a deputy, whatever he was. And it's amazing, the truckers, and now they're on 264, and I didn't get the town where they were in or the, the city area where they were at. But 260, you know, 64 goes um, across Kentucky. So it sounded, and judging by the guy's accent, it sounded like they were, you know, probably in Kentucky. Okay. And so here they are, and the, the truck driver's pulling a flatbed, and he's in a green Kenworth. Okay. And he's going down the highway and it's, and it's traffic. You know, you know how like there's traffic traffic, there's a, there's a good four or five lanes, you know, going one way. And the cop, they show the video in court and the cop from the cop's car. Yeah. The cop. Yeah, exactly. The cop's dash cam. And so the cop is going, you know, he's coming up alongside this trucker and you could tell. Um, they're slowing down a little bit and the trucker does look a little close. The cop says about 15 to 20 feet. Now the cop in questioning, right? He says he's got this four year traffic, um, accident investigation training. Um, and he, he claims, and I wrote it down. He claims that the average reaction of some, of someone, you know, till you notice something happening until you hit the brakes basically is 1.5 seconds. So a second and a half till the brain reacts and you actually, you know, start breaking. And his claim was, well, this guy was not, um, going to be, you know, able to stop in time at 55 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And, and he didn't say what the speed was, and you could tell they were slowing down. So the state law, this is what the state, now listen to this, for, for a following too close ticket. Now, this is what this fight was about. For a following cl- too close ticket, the state describes following too close as a reasonable distance um, behind, you know, the vehicle in front of you. The cop says it was not reasonable. But get, get this. Um, the cop, when asked by the defense, what was, what was the, uh, trucker gaining? Was he accelerating or was the car in front of him just slowing down? Which of course we know there's a lot of cars that will slow down on purpose. Yeah, when they see a cop, and especially if he was in the passing lane, they slow down just because. Oh my gosh, there's something. Well, no, this was going on as the cop was coming up on the on on you know in traffic. So a lot of a lot of times, cars will slow down on purpose when a trucker's behind them. Oh. So, and the cop said the cop 
literally right in front of the judge says, I could not tell if the trucker was, was, was speeding up or if the car in front of him was slowing down. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, right there, right there, that should tell you. I mean, the cop did say, look, I'm sympathetic to truckers because a lot of times they, they'll have somebody will cut them off. And mm-hmm. so I will. And this is what this cop said. So this might be also a mental note that uh, to know that there are some cops that are. He said, we watch for someone to be cut off, but then we watch for the vehicle that was cut off to back up, to back off. Okay. Now, if the, obviously, if the, the, the guy doesn't back off, that's when they pull them over. So he said, this car did not cut the trucker off, but the, the car was either slowing down or the trucker was, you know, speeding up. Well, right there should tell you, okay, well, if you already know the trucker's not trying to push his way through there, that maybe he wasn't following too close, and maybe it is the car doing the the troublemaking here. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. I mean, that's what I would get from it, truthfully. So, (laughs) in the end, right? Go ahead. Well, did, on the video, can you hear if the truck had his Jake brake on or anything like that? Yeah, there you could hear a Jake brake. There was a point where there was a Jake brake, but the cop, or... I don't know if you could hear, but they, but the truck driver claimed that you could. Okay. Okay. That he, that, that he was breaking with his Jake. And so the uh, cop, what he does is he, as they're getting closer, the cop just goes ahead and gets behind the trucker and pulls the trucker over, gives him a ticket. And then here we are at this trial. Well, in the end, in the end, the trucker wins. Good. Um, and, and this is the point that I wanted to point out, obviously, is in the end, this truck driver, I mean, literally the whole case was thrown out. Now, I'm going to tell you why it was thrown out. It was thrown out on a technicality, but I believe it would have been, I believe the judge would have cited, just based on what I just told you, the cop said, he literally said, I could not tell if the trucker was speeding up or if the car was slowing down. Mm-hmm. But he said, but I did notice that the truck driver was not hitting his brake. You know, when I when I backed up to go around him, I did not see brake lights going on. Well, that's because he was using his Jake. Okay. So the... Uh, in the end, or I'm sorry, in the middle of the trial, the, the defense lawyer just throws this in there. He goes, um, can, do you, uh, can you testify that this is the guy that you pulled over? And he goes, well, no, I, it, was, it was a year ago that I, it was like less than a year ago, but it was a while ago. He said, I pull people over every day, a lot of people every day. I can't say, yeah, this is the guy that was in that truck. Or, well, in the end, the judge said, uh they asked you if this was the indeed truck driver that you pulled over. And most likely it was because you had his license and you had his truck and all, you know, all kinds of identification with his name on it. But you never disputed it. She said, and this was a female judge. She was actually pretty smart. She said, this, you know, this is law. We, she said what you should have done. You know, a few minutes ago when, because the trial, it was over now. They already both rested their case. So they can't just go, okay, I got to, I want to unrest my case. Mm -hmm. So she said, what you should have done, she's telling the prosecutor and the cop. She said, what you should have done was brought, brought to our attention that yes, his driver's license. Obviously I check every driver's license and it matches, it matched the guy that was there. So that was checked off and blah, blah, blah. But you didn't point any of that out when asked, is this the driver? So there's a, there's a technicality that some judges are willing to rule in favor of you if you're not going to, if, you know, 
I guess the prosecutors just took it for granted, thinking, oh, I don't even know why you're even asking that. Right, right. Just kind of threw it from the hip type of answer type instead of being really... Yeah. To the point. That was a smart defensive <laughs> lawyer. Actually, because um, so anyways, she told him, she goes, I find in favor of the of the defense. And, you know, all charges dropped or whatever, however she ended it. And the trucker was like, you know, you know, good for him. You're presumed innocent. Right. Mm-hmm. Until proven guilty. And I really don't believe that if she would have sat down and looked at even all the evidence presented, the cop statement alone of I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can't tell, cop, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm not against cops. I'm against, you know, anything bad. But if you couldn't tell that this truck driver was either speeding up or the car in front of him was slowing down on purpose, how could how could you justify giving the cop a ticket or the trucker a ticket rather, instead of maybe the guy in front of him should have should have gotten a ticket? You know what I mean? Maybe the car that you thought he was following too close should have been the one getting the ticket for slowing down on purpose to cause, you know, a... Or such a ticket. Well, I mean, there is... They need to get Im- one. Impeding, impeding traffic. Yeah, but they only say that it's impeding traffic if it's below the speed limit posted. Well, they were. But- you could tell they were getting down. They were below 55. You could tell. What, what I'm saying is they should probably come up with a, a, a better... Not impeding traffic, but something specifically for incidences like this where, you know, you have your aggressive driver and all that stuff. They should actually have one for cars or trucks that do this that you could definitely see. They went and they purposely cut them off and slowed down to try and cause some kind of dispute or a road rage or cause an accident or anything. There should be something better. And there might be, it might be, it might all fall underneath the uh, aggressive driving. For all we know, it could end up falling underneath that, but that's, they should actually find more drivers that do that specific incident with those types of things is what I'm trying to really get out. Well, no, no, you're right. And, and uh, you know, first off, I was talking to a truck driver yesterday that, you know, he um, he's all for forward-facing dash cams, we are talking. And, you know, obviously no trucker likes the inward-facing dash cam. Right. I mean, who the hell would? But this guy was like old school, and he's like, no, man, I believe in those forward-facing because how many times does a car get in front of a trucker or comes off a get-on-ramp and just slides over or comes in and cuts in front of the trucker, and now all of a sudden there's absolutely no room to stop, and the truck driver tags him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the, the there's so many times that that guy should have got a ticket. The guy that's slowing down or cutting the trucker off, mm-hmm. that guy should be getting a ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when he when the cop says, "Yeah, we watch." See, I didn't that that statement. He said, "We watch, we watch for people to cut off each other, and and especially big trucks, right?" They were talking about, and they you know give them the courtesy of waiting for them to back off. Okay, that's fine. But what about the jackass that just cut off the trucker? Yeah. Why aren't you why aren't you just flipping on your lights and 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 going to resolve the situation right there because you know and you're you're sitting there to see if the trucker is going to get mad and maybe stay there for a couple seconds to intimidate him so you can pull the trucker over when really you should be lighting up your damn lights and and going around that trucker and getting that car that just 
Exactly. Came right in front of them like because that. Because they're not going to stop doing it. They're going to keep doing it just like a kid. If, you, if they're getting away with something, they're going to keep doing it. So they're going to think it's perfectly fine for them to keep cutting people off. They're not going to be taught that you cannot do that, that there's a consequence, whether it be a ticket and something on their license to make their points go up or, you know, a fatality being extreme. I mean, there's so much stuff that could happen that, and they're not going to know the difference as far as to stop doing it if they don't get, get told about it and, and pushed to behave. That's exactly right. What do we got there? Oh, check that out. I've got some stuff playing in the background here today. And that was, that video right there was a, oh, why isn't it working? That video was a, a video of a guy that was picking up a, um, one of those expensive cars. <laughs> Back to that one. Anyways, so um, I, I guess that's really all I really wanted to mention as far as this goes today, as, as far as that subject. Mm -hmm. Drivers, I'm going to say this again, and I, I really want to drill it into your heads. <laughs> no, but that was my Ryobi. Ser seriously, think about this. In the, in, you got to start thinking long term. There are certain things you should never ever do and that's plead guilty to a bad ticket it's true and really you should know the bad tickets not every driver does i'm going to just name a few that i know of um uh reckless or careless driving you get a reckless or a care that, and let me tell you why i want to tell you why reckless careless improper lane change following too close all those tickets i'm going to tell you why i literally hate every one of those tickets Seriously, you want to know why? Yeah, I do. Because it's a what you call a judgment call. It's it's literally what 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 you, it's 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 based on what a cop feels. It's not even it's like a speeding ticket. Think about a speeding ticket. Most of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you're guilty of your speeding ticket because of the radar. Right. Okay. It was or or let's say you ran a stop sign. If you clearly didn't stop, that's running a stop sign. Okay. That's that's not a judgment call. That's me saying, look. You didn't stop. A stop is when the motion stops and then you start moving. Those things are really easy to, to make a judgment call on and not be not mess up. But when you say, okay, let's, for example, a guy cuts a trucker off and the, and, the, and the cop just maybe he's, he's looking down. Say he's looking down and he's writing something and he's sitting on the side of the road and a, and a guy cuts a trucker off. And right at that moment, after the, the cutting off of the trucker, right, the cop looks up and the trucker's swerving. Oh, there's a reckless trucker. Let me go get him. So then he pulls the, he runs down the road, right? And he pulls the trucker over. So he pulls the, he pulls the trucker over. Right. And, and what does he do? He, he tells him, I, I got you for reckless driver, man. You, you literally swerved out in the one lane, right. And then swerve back in the, in the other lane. Were you texting? Were you driving? What were you doing that you did that? Mm -hmm. And, and then, and then the trucker innocently says, are you saying you didn't see that? A-hole cut me off coming off the ramp. Are you saying you didn't see that? Nope. All I seen was you swerving all over the road, so therefore you're getting a ticket. Okay, there you go, Mr. Cop Judgment. Mr. Judge, out in your car with the bubble lights on. I mean, that that literally rips my my, my skin apart, Ruthann, because those tickets are what's called a judge. A guy's career could be ruined on somebody... Bent over, okay, dunking his donut in his coffee or, or, or writing up. I know I used the donut in the cop thing. Okay, you know, literally a, a trucker's career 
can be ruined, at least for so many years. It could hurt him from a really good job. It could hurt him from a, a, any job. If the ticket, especially, you know, a reckless or careless, you get a reckless, you're better off with a DUI. And in, in, in a lot of times, sometimes, sometimes not, but reckless, careless, DUIs, they're, them tickets there, you're, you're literally not getting a job for a long time when you get a reckless or a careless, unless you get some company that's so desperate and you're probably not going to get paid by that company because they're desperate and, and a horrible company. So to get a good job with a, what I call a judgment, a judgment ticket. Okay. That means because I, I feel in myself that you were driving reckless and I'm serious, many truck drivers, actually many pedestrians even, have gotten a reckless or a careless or a following too close, just like this truck driver did in this. And, you know, I've often asked that question. How can you make that judgment in the cities when there's five, six lanes coming into these cities and you're going around something and all of a sudden a cop pulls you over for a following too close? Come on, guys. I think that that I think that they 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 sometimes will pull power trips to pull them over just to mess with them because like you said when you're in certain cities or in traffic um that's backed up you are going to be close because it's just a stop and go thing or if you have someone that just came out in front of you on you know the interstate and they're coming on the ramps they're you're just driving they're the ones that came in quick so if you're going to try and say you're following too close I was coming down this interstate now for the last 15 miles, and this guy came out in front of me. I wasn't following too close. He just came in too close to me. But because you were looking down, maybe mm-hmm. writing something up or sending it. Anything. Maybe you're sitting in your patrol car, and, and I wonder if a cop is allowed to be personally sending texts to his wife or anything like that while he's on duty. You shouldn't be allowed to because now your eyes are off. If you're a traffic cop and you're literally looking down. And I know cops listen to this also. But if you're a cop and you're looking down and, and, and you're writing somebody up a ticket for, for you shouldn't. In fact, if, I, if, you, if they should have a rule, if you're in your looking down and writing something or you're texting and then you look up and you see something, you better get to the bottom of what you just seen because you know you just missed whatever started it. Right, the beginning or of it. could have started. Exactly. They, you can't go by, you know, there's always the beginning, the middle, and the end of everything. There's a pre, there's the thing, and it, it, it all happens. I mean, I know there, it does. there's something that always leads up to it. So, yeah, you're right. I believe that they should. And I don't think, I think there is roles that they cannot be doing certain stuff. I, don't I just know. don't know the extent of it. You want to know what another one is really, really bad? What's that? that some companies are worse. Hmm. Handheld devices. Yeah, and, and that, and you know what? I've That's seen as bad as a DUI or worse. Right, and I've I've been told by truck drivers that literally got tickets for handhelds, and they weren't holding something. It looked like they, so the cop thought he was holding something, and so again, stop signing guilty or stop calling your wife and telling her, "Here's a ticket. Go ahead and get it paid." So I don't get my license suspended. You know, stop that crap. Go to go to court, even if you, you know, there's really cheap trucker lawyers in every area. You can go on the Internet and look up these kind of lawyers and they will. It would cost the same amount if you paid for the ticket. I and, mean, if you think about it. Right. What and, you pay might be $350, $400 for some of the tickets nowadays. Mm-hmm. So if you pay that for the ticket, then you have to pay for the points. 
if you're going to end up paying just a, a, a few hundred dollars extra, it's definitely worth it when you look at what jobs you're going to have. I want to tell you, the other day I was watching this video. Him and him's videos, man. He watches them all the time. <laughs> well, I was watching this video and this cop pulled this guy over. Now, he wasn't a trucker. But the reason I, the reason I uh, bring this up is because of fairness and unfairness. Five minutes into it, guess what they discover? Hmm. That the uh, um, cop was dating the, the guy's girlfriend. <laughs> the girlfriend or? No, the, the guy that he pulled over, um, it's now the cop's girlfriend. So it's, it's the guy that he pulled over, his ex-girlfriend, ah. is the cop's present girlfriend. Uh. So, and, and the cop is making him do all kind of DUI tests. And the guy's like, Dude, I didn't even have no drink at all today. And then he realized you're you're the you're whatchamacallit, you're the guy dating blah blah. And so then the other the other cop and, and this is the bad part. The other cop is literally just letting it happen after this discovery. That cop should have said, Oh, we, this is a conflict, let me take over. Right? And there this cop is making him do all kind of DUI things to try to see if he's if he can get him for a DUI and it's and, like yeah. and the guy had zero alcohol in him but yet obviously there was something biased going on there yeah and they should they should definitely um investigate that and the cops should get some reprimanded for something like that you don't do that no you don't. You're, it's you're losing your professionalism okay so let, one last time drivers do not pay your tickets this is this is the the best advice you're getting today as far as Tickets go. Do not pay your tickets. I'm not saying don't ever pay your ticket and, and, and don't get a result. Watch your words there. Yeah. <laughs> Try on talk CDL should I should not pay my ticket. No, don't. What I mean is get it resolved instead of instead of just because once you pay that ticket and, and you're guilty. Yeah, you need to. You really need to. Truthfully, what you, what you really need to do is you need to just go ahead and and request a court date or or actually the court date's on the ticket. And just be be there, whether it's with a lawyer or not. I don't care if you have to take time off. Trust me, the couple hundred dollars or the thousand dollars or whatever it's going to cost you to get it resolved is going to be by far less of a loss than what's going to happen in the long run. Don't plead guilty anymore. Stop it. Stop it. Well, the the court date is generally at least six usually what six weeks away from when they get the ticket something like that it's a good month or so yes it could be longer 90 days but even. the point is is you can give plenty of notice to your company saying i need to have off for these dates and most companies would want you to get that straightened out because if you're a good driver they want to keep you they don't want to get rid of you because you got a following too close or something that could be against their insurance and they have to get rid of you then but it also will help them insurance wise you get to stay, they get to keep you. They don't have to try and find someone else to hire. And if you know that far ahead, you can save the money that you'd be losing not working. You know, the, the, the two or three days that you'd have to take off, depending on where the ticket's at, if it's at a different area, you, you could put that money aside for your expenses that you're going to need to go to this, this, this hearing and so forth. But we need to mention some sponsors. Yes, we do. Um, so why don't we go ahead and move on then? Sounds good. Okay. So we're moving on, and we are brought to you today by National Carriers, a mid-sized trucking company out of Dallas, Texas. And they have some beautiful Kenworth T680s. They're looking for 
solo drivers, team drivers, and lease drivers, uh, 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. We're also brought to you today by Carter Lumber. Carter Lumber is a company that has over 160 locations east of the Mississippi, and their way of contacting them and filling out an application is carterlumber.com forward slash talk cdl if you want a local home everyday class a or class b job carterlumber.com forward slash talk cdl also loadsmart has camion's break even calculator and that address is k-a-m-i-o-n dot i-o forward slash talk cdl i'll say it again that's camion dot i-o forward slash talk cdl one last sponsor ruth ann is DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E, and that's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. If you're looking to be able to bypass the scales and you don't have your company set up, or if you want to save some money and switch over to DriveWise, they I hear they are very reasonable priced, and that's DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E dot com. Check them out today and go ahead and get that app. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. I, I have... um. I have a couple things here. Four weird things people believe about truckers. And I wanted to read them. It was kind of like a continuation of we had that um, the Mythbusters on last week. Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm like reading through this and I'm like, wait, wait a second, what's up with this? And so here's some four weird things that people believe about truckers. Only four. No, there's more, but we've really? covered them. So this is basically four more myths or four Weird things with people. I mean, it's just kind of weird, but it is true. <laughs> so number one would be truck drivers are not knowledgeable. So basically, people think, you ready? People think truckers are dumb. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I'm a trucker. No, but that's what, this is what the general, the general public, this is what this is saying now on a survey that people think truckers don't really know much, right? You know, if you had a CB and you turned it on, I promise you'll know, you'll hear, I've never even heard a trucker on the CB. They're usually doctors, lawyers, and politicians. They want to give you advice about everything. So I know that truckers know a lot. <laughs> you know, at least they tell me they do. <laughs> so, so here's what it says. it says. It says there's a stigma that lingers around truck drivers and, and general laborers as well. So not just truckers, just your, your common worker guy, which includes truckers. It says that makes people believe that they aren't knowledgeable. There are people that believe that those who have chosen the trucking lifestyle haven't advanced in their education and chose to settle for something that can get them a living wage. Now, the article goes on to say the fact is Truck drivers are, in fact, educated and learn a lot of things when they are on the road as well. Truck drivers visit many interesting places, in turn, can be very well-versed on a plethora of information, whether it's politics, geography, or economics. What makes trucking so interesting is that the roads are your office and many people would love to make a living the same way. So a lot of people, I believe a lot of people are jealous of truckers. I really do. And so it's really easy to put people down if you're kind of jealous of them. You know what I mean? It's like poor people put down rich people. You know what I mean? Like I've always put down rich people. <laughs> but but no, seriously, it, it's, um, you know, when you start thinking a trucker is stupid because he drives a truck. And do you know how many people that are literally ex-college professors and ex-teachers 
that are truckers now. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's truckers that were in the medical field. Mm -hmm. There's truckers that have had literally six, eight, ten years of college for business. Mm Mm-hmm. There's truckers that have a, that are so smart it's unbelievable. But so to put to generalize every trucker and just I would say just like any skill out there, there are probably some dummies. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe most truckers are dumb. No, just well. First of all, look at what kind of testing you have to go through to become a trucker. You have your air brakes, and if you decide to do doubles or triples, hazmat tanker general knowledge all that all of that mm-hmm. i mean that's there, there's a lot that you have to do just to become a trucker and i'm not saying anything against that stupid point test that what hundred and f- oh the the, 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 the the pre-trip oh my gosh <laughs> so just the fact that you have to know all of that just points out that you're not stupid yeah and i guess they also forget that what's really great about truck driving when you're sitting there driving mm-hmm. a lot of them will use their audible books and they'll listen to tons Pod, of stuff. And podcasts like Toxedia. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. we're not even going to go how smart they are to that they do that. So, I mean, just they can listen to books as they're going down the street on tons of different stuff and educate themselves that way. Not even saying that for all you know, they could be doing an online course and getting degrees while they're driving. And you that's never true. Know. That is very true. Some truckers have even homeschooled their children on the road. Mm hmm. You know, not many of them do that, but there are, there are some that have. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, we would have to say, no, that's a, definitely a weird thing that debunk it, that they, we were debunking truckers are not stupid. Um, I'm not saying there isn't any dumb ones. I'm just saying that most, most of the ones that I met are, have a little bit of intelligence. You know what I mean? A lot of intelligence, however you want to word right. it. Okay. They're not dumb. Yeah, they're not stupid. So moving on here to number two, which it says, all truckers are overweight. <laughs> well, <laughs> but there's some, there are some that might be a little bit tipping the scale. So let's let's go ahead and see what they said. It said, okay, this one may be a little bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> According to sources from a few years ago, truck drivers were on the top of the list for overweight workers in the United States, with 39% of them being overweight. Yes, yes. So, But that's still only 39% of truck drivers. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. And, it's not even half. Well, when your whole industry, almost half of them are overweight. That's not good. But here's the thing in defense of truckers, because I drove. I mean, I gained weight when I was a driver. I didn't gain weight when I was doing LTL. I gained weight when I got more no-touch freight. Stay, my advice to you truckers would be stay away from no-touch freight. That no-touch freight is going to mess you up. I mean, literally, I used to drive down the road. I'd have a bag of Snickers for snacking, you know, beside me. And then, you know, it was McDonald's for dinner and whatever. It's just... Oh, you can eat buffet. I hated it. I, I got food poisoning at two all-you-can-eat buffets, so I truly don't eat at all-you-can-eat buffets. But just saying, I've seen some rather large truckers out there. I know a company that recently had to modify a truck for a guy. Literally, they took the driver's seat and were able to drill it out and bring it back a few inches to get this guy in to be able to have his belly not be against the steering wheel. I'm not joking. That's not a joke. I know the look on your face, you're shocked, but it's true. It's very true. 
I can, I know there's some drivers that don't care, and I know there's others that do, and I know that some of them will use excuses they cannot lose weight, and that's true too. There are some that medically right. it's very hard for them to stay trim. That's true. I mean, there is those, but you still have choices on how you're going to go about those things. I can look at food and gain weight. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm one of those guys. My grandfather, his fingers were thicker than my wrists. Okay. He was a big man, a very heavy man. Obesity runs in my family. Right. And, and so, you know, when you're, when you have that gene, okay, that is, you know, like everybody had that friend when we were a kid that was so skinny and he could eat like 25 Big Macs and a whole pizza and not gain a pound. And you wanted to punch him in the face. Our kids. <laughs> exactly. We have kids like that. So it's like, wow, where do you, how do you do it? How do you actually eat that much? And so what happens is the ones that can gain weight, we feel like we want to keep up with those kids. And so, you know, when you go to McDonald's, you're ordering the same amount of food. And next thing you know, you're gaining weight. He's not gaining weight. I mean, this was a, you know, a growing up like that. And I mean, I was never really heavy because I always watched my weight knowing I could gain weight. You know, just watching my grandfather, I never wanted to be as big as him. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. You're right. There's many of us that, you know, we got to really be careful and mm-hmm. then combine that with sitting all day. Mm-hmm. Sitting down and 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 having, you know, nothing to do but hold on to the steering wheel. Okay, if you're if you're doing 500 miles for the day, 99 percent of your day is just holding on to that wheel and going. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day, here's the problem: at the end of the day, from sitting all day, when you get to where you're going, your legs it, you start getting poor circulation in your legs. It's so true. And so you get to the truck stop and you back in and and in your mind on the way, you're going, okay, I'm going to do a little exercise when I get there. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you get there, you go, I'm going in the bunk. (laughs) That's what you do. And then next thing you know, you wake up and it's time to either get a shower and roll or whatever you got to do. And there's so many times I had good intentions myself to to exercise. And there was a point where I did start doing the exercise. You've got to push yourself. And like you said, you got to eat right. You got to know your own body. And yes, they feed us very poorly on the road. Yeah. It's bad food. It's true. It's true. You have the, you have options, but you know, there is a person, I haven't seen his videos in a while, but he was a truck driver, and every time he was getting fuel, he would do burpees. Every time you say burpees. Burp, no. It's, well, it's that's an exercise, what it's right? That's what it's called, right? So he would sit there, and he would do these exercises while his tanks were getting full. You know, getting full. And that's a great idea. Start st- at least doing stretches. Uh, when you're, you know, what are you going to be doing? You're standing there. You're standing there doing nothing while your 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 things going. Right. You know right. you don't have to hold it. I don't hold it. I hit that little lever and I let it just fill up. But you know you can do something like you said, stretch around a little bit, or or do a walk around your 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 truck. I mean you can walk around and and there's so many times walking around you're getting a mile in. So there's things that you can do that will help physically Mm -hmm. at least get the circulation going and the only way to lose weight is to have your heart rate hit a certain point and keep it at that certain point for so long that's when you're actually burning the calories so if you're a driver and if you're walking around your truck and that's the exercise you choose start out slower but the faster you walk around the truck the harder your heartbeat goes that's when you're going to start burning those calories okay so and and before we move on from this one um the the other ones that are also in the high percentage of 
of being heavy or oh, okay. fat, whatever you want to call it, is police officers next, firefighters next, and then are you ready for this one? You office workers. So all these guys in their suits and ties, right, that are listening in here going, yep, it's them truckers getting heavy. You guys are just right behind us. Well, how would they say a firefighter? I'm sorry. Those things well, are heavy. I think you're not understanding what a firefighter does. 99% of the time, he sits around the firehouse doing nothing. He hopes that he sits around the firehouse 99% of the time. They don't do nothing all the time. Ruth Ann. Boy, I said he sits kinda, a, kinda country there. He sits around they don't do nothing. Ninety nine maybe ninety-five percent of the time they sit around the firehouse playing cards, eating. If they're a full time fireman, they sit around in the firehouse. Maybe they wash the truck every now and then, but they sit around doing not much. That's exactly why they're overweight. And office workers, you guys We, hey. we just sit and get her fat. I, I'm gonna admit to that one. I'm calling that one. We do sit and do nothing. Well, no. <laughs> office workers, you know what they do when it's about lunchtime? Hey, what are we going to eat? <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. I've worked in offices right, for a long time, and we that's the, that's our excitement. Where are we going to get lunch? <laughs> yeah, what's what's for lunch today, guys? Who's running for lunch? You know, and they oh. and they order these big giant cheesesteaks and all this other stuff. And that was exciting. Yeah, it's exciting until you tip the scale. So bottom line is, guys and gals, you know, we got to know our own bodies. And... Uh, you know, unfortunately, truckers have the stigma that we're heavy. We're heavy. Well, let's see. We're heavy guys. We're dumb. We're fat. <laughs> <laughs> we're dumb fat guys. <laughs> but you know, this is what the this is what the general public. Now, remember, this is what the general public thinks of truckers. Okay. Um, so number three, uh, truck drivers are are not supervised, and and, and it's what it says. It says. Imagine having the world as your oyster um, touring the in a big rig with the wind in your hair and the roads are bending to your every will. Oh. Freedom is often a term Whew. that comes with the mind of you are driving down a long road mm, on a road beautiful. trip. Beautiful. And yeah. some people may think that truck drivers are their own bosses. Ooh. And so what this is really saying is the general public thinks they're dreaming. Exactly. <laughs> they, they think that truckers are not. First off, a lot of companies now have inward facing dash cams. So talk about being watched. That's actually worse than, you know, for you to, for a lot of truck drivers took a job because of being on the open road. Mm -hmm. And then they find themselves with this dash cam in their face. And it's like, wow, I'm on the open road, not well, not only that, but they don't, they, they're supervised. I mean, I'm not even talking about the camera. I'm talking about the fact that Qualcomm. you've got Qualcomm. You got Qualcomm and some kind of a GPS on that truck. Yeah, there's the, no not watching that. And it's not just the trucking company tracking you. It's the shippers and receivers. They all want to know where their freight's on its way to, and they want to know where their freight's, when it's going to arrive. So there's a, everybody's watching the trucker. Look, DOT. DOT is watching you at every way scale. Cops mm -hmm. are always watching you. The public, now the public, every one of them has a video cam in their phone. So everybody's, so when, when the general public believes that truckers are unsupervised, that we're probably one of the most supervised. Um, Aside from UPS. Workers out there. UPS, what's the what's first thing we're doing when we're, we know we're getting a package? We're tracking it. Choo, tracking our package. Choo. Where is it at right now? It's, it's deadly. Okay. Those apps. Are you ready for the last weird assumption of the public, what they think of truckers? They think all truckers wear plaid. It's the truth. Oh, no. They, they really do. And, and the article goes on to say, look, um, 
you don't have to have three plaid shirts in your closet to qualify as a trucker, you know. In fact, I don't see many truckers. I don't. I almost think that's kind of a dumb. But but see, you and I we're around the trucking industry all the time, so we notice things. But the general public, they feel that every trucker looks like a lumberjack. I guess. I mean, I don't know, but that's what I, the I article says. It's 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 odd because you know, if you want to say, I mean. I would say all truckers wear bib overalls or dickies, you know, really to use those as, as, as meanings. No, there's been quite a few times that we've walked up and, and there's a truck driver and you wouldn't have never known they were a truck driver. I mean, I've, you see truckers, like you see some of them, they've got the old style stuff where it's cowboy boots, you mm-hmm. know, nice, nice pressed jeans and a belt, Wranglers. beautiful belt buckle. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. Shirts tucked in and, and they look, you know, very, very nice. Mm-hmm. You got, I've seen truckers at truck stops in their pajamas, you know, getting out of trucks in their pajamas. Um, I see truckers in shorts. I see truckers in jeans. I see truckers in jogging pants. There's nothing wrong with wearing your pajamas. I'm going to start looking. I am going to start looking for the plaid guys because I I don't personally remember seeing many people wearing plaid lately. No. I don't even see much plaid in the stores. and, and, And another thing is some companies have uniforms that they have to wear, which is their shirts, you know. Yeah. So, so, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with wearing your pajamas. I'm just saying that there's nothing wrong with wearing your pajamas. So, yeah, I know. Where's Dan? Where's the pajamas in a Walmart? And that <laughs> makes that makes me Dan a Walmarter because most people in Walmart dress like that. I don't. Okay. That's the four things that the public thinks is weird about truckers. We are going to move on, Ruth. And that's the podcast. Do you have the word of the day? I do. What do you got? Let me get it open because I don't keep it open. Yeah, well, you probably should. Well, I don't keep it opened because... I know. We got like 20 seconds that have gone by. Precious podcast time. Congruous. Congruous? Congruous. 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 Okay, so... Congruous. What does the word congruous mean? In agreement or harmony. So when you're congruous, you're in agreement with somebody. The noise from the hotel bar was congruous with its reputation as an all-night party spot. City officials paired a redesign, paired a redesign of this park with a congruous set of new community programs. All right. So, well, in agreement or harmony. Congruous. I may, congruous. I may. I may use that word myself. Um, just really quick to recap. Drivers stop paying for tickets and stop pleading guilty to tickets. Fight it, fight it, fight it. And for you general public people out there, we don't wear plaid. Not all of us are fat. And most of us are not dumb. I agree. You agree? Concurring. We're out of here. Peace. All right, peace. Praise the Lord.